inmate at the Department of Corrections. This call will be recorded and monitored. If you wish to block any future calls of this nature, dial 7 now. To accept this call, press 5 now. To decline this call, hang up. Well, hello there, Tamara. How is life behind bars? Yes, I did hear about that. I know there's a lot of people out here that's been trying to modify the 13th Amendment. Yeah, that, yeah. And, and you know, you guys being considered slaves across the country, that, that could really be abused if put in the right place. And I'm sure a lot of folks have abused that because it's very difficult to reach for your rights when you're considered a slave. Although when you get out, you're no longer under that category. So it's just, it's kind of odd. Plus I know at the time that it was done, you know, slavery was just uh, getting kicked out of America. And, and to put that part in the Constitution is kind of odd. But uh, there were a lot of people that were against slavery. And I guess it is a good deterrent. Well, yeah, you know, you can imagine a person going out and committing crimes. And then if the judge says, I'm going to put you on probation. But if you violate that probation, then you're going to become a slave of your victim. You know, and the person is forced to be a slave. That uh, that would be a deterrent for a lot of people. But there's some people that say, you know, there's still hope for me. I can still run away or I, I can still attack the victim. And <clears throat> no matter how you look at it, we just have this urge to commit wrongdoings and it's all within ourselves although some people are deterred by slavery others may be deterred by uh, money or uh, physical harm and there's some people that straighten up their act because they could be deported so it just we all have to look at this on an individual basis each person has a reason to commit a crime each person has something that will motivate them to stop and uh, there's no button we think locking folks up is going to end the crime it's not we have to sit, we have to talk with the people, and we have to find out what this, what, what's driving these folks to do these things. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, they, uh, that, that movement is growing. So uh, I personally don't think the slavery part of the 13th Amendment belongs in there anymore. And... I don't know why the, uh, you know, year after year in the United States, they just don't even look at that and uh, update it. There's a lot of laws out there that need to be updated. And so I'm glad this last election, people were looking into that stuff. 
Okay, good. Good. Um, get the word out in there. A lot of loved ones could write their uh, government officials and try to get this thing ended once and you for all. You have 60 seconds remaining. Okay, I am definitely 100% in your corner on that one. And I mainly just don't want it used as a excuse to keep abusing people who are incarcerated. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know that you've been through a lot, a lot of medical issues that you're having and a, and a lot of uh, you're being ignored quite a bit. You have 30 seconds remaining. Well, I'll, uh, I'll definitely get on that and I'll, I'll look up those folks. So I would uh, definitely support you 100% on, on fighting this. So keep up the good fight. Okay, well, thanks for calling, and you enjoy your day as well. Welcome to AQS Inmate Call. I'm your host, Joel Wilborn. And uh, this is about the 13th Amendment, that little section in there that... uh, allows officials to uh, classify prisoners as slaves. Uh, This is a part of the Constitution, and the 13th Amendment is the amendment that frees slaves. They just kept one little thing. Of course, when it first came out, it was abused heavily because a lot of... uh, Black folks were arrested and then forced to perform duties that slaves used to perform back in the day. And uh, I'm looking at it today as something that we just don't need. We need to get rid of slavery and any excuse to use people in slavery. And that includes human trafficking. If there's anything we can all get behind, and I know it's tough to get people to agree on anything, we should be able to at least say that in America people should be free. And freeing people means that every law, state, federal, local, needs to support basic human rights and a person's ability to control their own life. Now, as a lot of folks will remind you, freedom of speech doesn't mean you can say whatever you want, whenever you want, wherever you want. And like one of the examples was used, you can't walk into a crowded movie theater and yell fire. Now, if you are on your farm and you want to walk out back and stand in the field and yell out fire, you go right ahead. But saying things that that could cause harm to someone else is 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 limited. We don't want folks to do that. So, freedom of speech does have its limits, and freedom has its limits. 
a person goes out and commits a crime, let's say a person robs bank and ignorance of the law is not an excuse is what a lot of the pe- people in the legal profession will tell you so if uh, this person robs a bank the police pursue him catch him put him before the, the judge you can't say I didn't know robbing a bank was was wrong and you're impeding on somebody else's right if I put money in a bank I have a right to be safe and secure and he doesn't have a right to take it without permission especially by force so you would think some things are kind of obvious you know even though he may never have heard or the phrase that robin bank is illegal or read it in a document that it's illegal knowing taking people's stuff <clears throat> is illegal that that alone should be able <laughs> to stop the person from committing a crime but as i said in the phone call what motivates people changes on an individual basis the things that motivate me to go out and do what i do may not necessarily motivate you or it may not motivate a group of people and so to assume that it does doesn't make any progress it's it kind of puts us in a stale stalemate we're just sitting there talking to talk but nobody's taking any action i'm a big supporter of mental wellness and there are people out there who commit crimes or do things that are just not considered very productive because of their current state of mind back in the 1920s in this area there was a woman who was the first female physician in the county and she was highly regarded in the community and and uh, highly respected and then one day she burns down the family business and uh is convicted and you kind of think she knows what she's doing she's an intelligent person she gets what she deserves but as we learned the back story on it her son died and that was very hard on her plus a lot of other things that were going on in her life you know 100 years ago things were different for women and things were different for physicians so if we put ourselves directly in her shoes we'll know why she did what she did and we could easily say if you commit those crimes you immediately get locked up for x amount of years it it could be a deterrent for the people who don't have tragedies and don't have a lot of uh, stressful things happen in their life but what about those that get so sad and um downhearted that they go and 
take alcohol and hop into a car and kill somebody. We, we can put an end to this by because we catch the person. And people who are convicted, people who are in prison, they're a good, good candidate to reduce recidivism. Because we have the bird in hand. We can talk to this person, we can meet with the, the family. We can develop a plan to try to work on ways to keep the people out of prison because we know all the factors. But the person who's going to commit the crime next week, we don't have all the factors on that one. And to try to reduce the harm or the, the desire or the actual crime, it can't be done this week. Yet, if we offer more resources, let's say most of the people that are locked up can't find a job, or they're homeless, or they're being discriminated against because of being a minority, we can work on ways on making people feel comfortable and not discriminated against. We can work on resources to get people off the street. Or to increase pay, maybe decrease inflation. These things we can work on to help folks that are in the same situation on the, in the free world not need to feel the urge to commit a crime. And once again, it's not a guarantee, but it sure is nice to know that there's somebody out there trying. And so, uh, I would really like to get rid of the slavery clause in the 13th Amendment and just wipe it out of the United States. That's something that we don't need. And maybe when the people are treated with respect instead of being like a slave or a actually giving them the feel that they're being perpetually punished well maybe that'll give a person a little more self-confidence give them the drive to go out and uh, work with others and take advantage of the resources and stay away from crime at least it's a start you know and uh, I'm hoping all those folks and all those officials that are working to clean up the 13th Amendment to be a little more active in rehabilitation of the folks because it could be done from the loved ones, it could be done from religious leaders, government leaders. Educators, all these people can contribute to help ease this this crime wave. We just need to uh, sit down and work out a plan, and we definitely need to sit down with the victims and with the people that uh, commit the crimes. 
and we can come up with individual plans to help people get get on the path and stay on the path. I'm not saying that people are are broken or they need to be fixed. It's just that some folks take it upon themselves to fix their issues, and they don't need to. We're a team. We're a family. We don't need slaves locked up in prison. We don't need homeless. We don't need、uh, people with medical issues that can't solve them. And we don't need discrimination. And that could be because of race, sexual orientation, background. We need to come together now more than ever. We're not a group of individuals running around on our own. We're a team. And when one person goes down, we should at least make an attempt. And as we said before. Those who are locked up, some deserve to be there, some don't. The only way to know is to do a little more investigation. Well, thanks for tuning in. Make sure you check out the、uh, YouTube channel, Joel Wilborn's YouTube channel. Listen to some of those interviews, and hopefully, if you talk to one of your loved ones, somebody considering crime won't. Maybe they can watch the video too. There's a lot of good advice coming from these folks. So go out, have yourself a wonderful day, and make fantastic memories for tomorrow.